It is uh, approximately, uh, it's uh, 4.37, and I'm approximately two miles west of Crofton, 38.86 degrees north, negative 83.81 degrees west. temperature is uh, 63 degrees. It's quiet. Looking into the area, this seems to be normal for this time of year. My name is Victor Summers. I'm a professor at Nola University in New Orleans. My address is 411 Coliseum. I'm... in the 19th century had little to no understanding of a little thing called bacteria. <coughs> so when they injected their patients with medicine, they didn't clean the syringe after the previous injection, or probably ever. Uh, not to mention the syringes were typically made of, uh, anybody have a guess? Lead? Lead, that's right. These syringes were made of quality, all toxic, lead. But those were the simple operations. If you were hoping to have your arm or, or leg removed, you would be looking at something like this. Typically, the bone was broken by whatever means possible. Then a serrated saw like this would be used to cut into the flesh. Once the flesh was broken, these larger pinchers would be used to pull the flesh back to expose the area. Fun times for everyone involved. Then the bone was detached and removed. Which is why I have no sympathy for people that entertain time-traveling fantasies. So thank you folks, that fortunately for many of you ends our tour for today, but you can stick around and ask any questions you want. <laughs> I know too much about all of this stuff. Uh, my name is Tover Summers. Thank you. <laughs> Simone, hey, how are you? Hey, are you at work? Yeah. Have you seen Dad? Not at work. He was supposed to be home last night. He wasn't going anywhere, was he? Like, on a trip? I don't think so. May and I were going to borrow the car, but he never came home. That's weird. Yeah, I know. You called him, right? Yes. Did he leave a note or anything? Not that I saw. I've been looking through the house. You looked in the counter and everything? It's been 38 hours, Topher. He hasn't responded to my texts in 38 hours. Okay, um, okay, I I'm on my way.
I've been going through his things. It looks like it. He's not even halfway through grading these midterms. Marcy Evans, that's an E. They're in alphabetical order. If he was going on a trip, he would have taken these with him. Let's just breathe. Do you need your inhaler? I think there's one over here. When was the last time that you saw him? Talk me through this. Wednesday. We had dinner together. Two days ago. One and a half, but yeah. And he seemed normal? He seemed fine. He cooked, I did the dishes. He watched two episodes of Frasier on Netflix. Okay. Jacob called, so I didn't really talk to him for the rest of the night. He wasn't, like, unusually quiet or anything? I mean, it's Dad. Right. When I woke up for school, he was already gone. He has the early classes on Tuesday, Thursdays. And the, and the house looked fine? There wasn't, like, like a break-in or something? No, there wasn't. It looked like it does right now. Okay. I already called him. I'm trying again. You've reached Victor Summers. Please leave your name and message after the beep. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. Goodbye. I filled up the mailbox. At least he knows we're worried. We should go to the police. Thank you for your patience. It's been a day. I'm sure. So, missing persons report? That's what we're here for. You said your father has been missing for 38 hours. 40. We brought a picture. He has new glasses, but that's what his beard looks like. That's very helpful. The first thing to remember is not to panic. He might have just lost his phone. You'll need to reach out to friends and family to see if anyone knows about his location. We can do that. Officially. I have to begin this conversation by saying that it's not illegal for an adult to voluntarily go missing. Meaning, if your dad wanted to go missing, he has the right to do so. Okay. Great. What was the last thing you remember him wearing? A sweater vest. He wears them a lot. I think it was maroon, but it might have been brown. He usually wears a tie, but sometimes he takes it off. Do you know what color the tie was? Blue? Any distinct physical traits you want us to know about? Um, he has a space in one of his eyebrows. Like, a really small gap. Great. He's also thin for his age. And where is Mrs. Summers? I'm sorry, is that conversation difficult? She, uh, died when we were kids. I see. Lived in New Orleans his whole life, or does he have relatives elsewhere? We're originally from Ohio, but we've been here for the last ten years. He doesn't have any other family out that way anymore. I see. Well, you guys are doing all the right things. We've got a couple more questions for you, so I'm going to turn you over to Agnes up front. Sure. We'll be in touch. They said they'd be in touch? I'm sure they're working as hard as they can. It's been 41 hours. The odds of finding someone after the first 48 hours are basically zero. I don't know about that. It's true, Topher. Is there any reasons why Dad would want to be going out of town? Well, 
there's essentially 18 different reasons a person goes missing. Uh-huh. A lot of them don't really apply to Dad, so I narrowed it down to four. Seizure by government officials, being kidnapped, leaving home to live somewhere else under a new identity, or being murdered. Okay. We can start by contacting his friends. The last place he would have been was, was the school, right? I think so. Something is wrong about this, Topher. I just think something is really wrong about this. I'll check with the school. And maybe you should stay off of Wikipedia. Professor Navarro! Topher! Hi, sorry, thank you for agreeing to meet me on, on such short notice. Oh, not at all. <laughs> I'm just trying to... We get a new administration system every couple years. It's maddening. Sorry. What can I do for you? Oh, did my dad come in to work yesterday? As far as I know. Are you absolutely sure? Mm, you could check with administration. They should have a record of his hours. How come? Oh, we haven't seen him in a couple of days, my sister and I. Oh, well, I don't think he had anything planned. Yeah, well, we don't either. That's odd. Uh, well, we could go to his office. Adjuncts share a common space. That would be great. Uh, are you two still doing lunches on, on Tuesdays? Not this semester. <laughs> He's been doing more research. What kind? I don't really know. I assume something to do with physics. <laughs> that was a joke. He's a physics professor. Uh, yeah, he is. Maybe he just misplaced his phone. He color coordinates his lecture notes. Well, sometimes people forget things. Not Victor Summers. Okay, he's the space on the left there. Does it always look this clean? I think so. I don't come back here very often. <laughs> the Wi-Fi's better on the other side of the building. Can I Can I look through this? I don't see why not. He had an eye doctor appointment on Monday morning. It looks like it. That might be the last place he was seen. Uh, when was the last time you remember talking with him? Uh, let's see. Uh, we were in a division meeting this Monday. A, a normal meeting? Yeah, we have them every Monday. It's <laughs> sort of a joke. <laughs> and, and he seemed... Fine, he seemed happy. Unusually happy? Not unusually happy, just... I don't know, he seemed pretty normal. Have you talked to the police about this at all? We have. Oh, they're, they're professionals. I just want to get them the best information that I can. Not unusually happy. Not that I could tell. Uh, we gossiped about the students, and then we all went back to work. It was quick. Okay. I guess the eye doctor's the only thing that go on from here. Well, if you hear anything about anything, let me know. Dr. Wilcart. Hi there. You're my 520? Uh, I'm not... My name's Topher Summers. My father comes here for appointments. Oh, all right. Uh, he was here a few days ago, uh, Monday. How was that appointment? Um, it was... I I think it was fine. He's missing now. Um, you're just one of the last people that, that saw him, so... Oh, are you... You're not a cop, are you? I, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> uh... I mean, it would it'd be fine if you were, <laughs> just... I, I'm his son. Great! I, I just want to know um, if anything unusual happened while he was here. Hmm, Victor Summers? That's right, about my size, hair a little lighter. 
And he was in on Monday? I, I think so. Uh, he has thin rim glasses. Oh, thin rims. Oh, Victor. Oh, yes, the NOLA professor. He was here. Yes, he's a good guy. I, I only see him once a year, but, you know, it's funny. The nice thing about it is when you get patients you hate, you only have to see them every, like, six months. Sometimes I try to extend it. <laughs> your eyes are doing great. Come back in 12 years. <laughs> uh, but but your dad was one of the good ones. He is. Um, do you know why he came in for an appointment? I'm an optometrist. All right. Just a usual checkup. His eyes were getting a little worse, but that happens with 94% of patients at his age. Gotta eat your carrots when you're young, huh? <laughs> uh, I made a little adjustment to his prescription. Negative 3.25 to negative 3.50. Which reminds me, the new lenses should be in. Did you want to pick them up for him now? Says he's already paid. Sure. Uh, I could do that. If your dad wants to keep his other appointment in November, just have him give me a ring. It's still on my calendar, but I wasn't sure if he was keeping it. He scheduled another appointment in November? Hmm? Oh, uh, oh, sorry, no, I meant his original appointment. Uh, this was a special appointment he came in for. Do you know why? I don't know. He actually seemed more interested in other people's prescriptions than his own. Meaning... Oh, he kept asking if I had any patients that recently went blind or or whose eyes were rapidly deteriorating. Huh. Do you have any patients like that? I don't. I told him the same thing. I think he just wanted to know what was normal for his age group. Sure. Sometimes people get obsessed with 2020 vision, but there was nothing wrong on his chart. His eyes were healthy. Okay. Um, well, I can take his glasses at least. Thank you. Hey. Anything? Not yet. How are you doing? Fine. I found an appointment Dad had down in the French Quarter. The eye doctor. Yeah, I was just there. No, it was a voodoo shop. Zola's on Bourbon Street. Bourbon? Yeah. It was scheduled for this afternoon. Wait, a voodoo shop? Yeah. That's... Dad at a voodoo shop. That's kind of weird. I have the note right here. What does it say? Literally just Zola's House of Voodoo, Bourbon Street, meeting Friday, 8.15. Do you think it's something? I think it's weird. Add it to the list. Yeah. I'll check it out. Hi. I'm, I'm here for the, um, the, uh, the 18, the 8.15 meeting. Okay. Victor? Uh, yeah. Palm? You're getting your palm read? I am. Yes, that's, um, that's what I scheduled for. Yes. Okay, uh, cool. I can't, I can't remember, um, was there anyone specific that I asked for, or... No, but I'm the only one who reads palms here. Were you looking for someone else, or... I don't think so. Okay. So do you still want your palm read? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay, so we go in the back room. Did I happen to tell you why I wanted this palm reading? 
I don't think so. Is there a specific reason? Not really. Okay. The money goes on the box over there. How much did we agree on? 65. Great. I said? If you want to. Do you have a preference? Incense? I, I don't really. Thanks. How hard on it is. You're looking at me? Yep. Did it did it start or um I'm getting something. There's a stage, mostly empty, a boy standing alone. A crowd of people in front of him. They're young, high school probably. There's something there's a song. It's a terrible song. Wonderwall. How do you know that? I'm psychic. Wait, do I? Starts with an E. Wow, um, E. Lane, uh, Ethel? Wow, Ethel? No, 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 it's, um. Ethel is like the name of my great-grandmother's governess. We we had creative writing together. We had six classes together and did two shows. You were on costume crew. Props. Right. Uh, Etsy. Etsy. Delman. Right. I was close. Mm. Wow, um. You were at the talent show. I was. Also, your name isn't Victor. Topher. Yeah, I know. You remembered it? Nah, I'm just psychic. Wow. Well, you you work here now. Yup, it's the worst. I mean, it pays the bills, right? Nah. How about you? Oh, uh, I, I went on to study history. Um, I, I work over at the, the Victorian apothecary shop, but uh, this place makes sense for you. I, I mean, if there was there's anyone from high school, I guess would be a, um, you know, would would go into, you know. Um, oh, not go to college and become a cheap tourist trap on Bourbon Street? No, no, I mean, it's very cool. Like, you always sort of had a, a, a vibe of... Weirdness. No. Nah, it's fine, man. I get it. It's very cool. So you want your palm read or what? Uh, sure. Uh, which hand do you... Um... Generally the right. Great. Great. So I'm going to feel your hand first. Cannot accept any messages at this time. Goodbye. Etsy. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just sorry. I I couldn't see anything. Do you need some water or something? You can take your money back. Okay. Honestly, this stuff is mostly for tourists anyway. Don't want to rip you off. Okay, uh, no, you're totally fine. Um, uh, good, good catching up. Yeah. See you around. I met with a voodoo girl. It was Etsy Delman. Do you remember her? I think you were a freshman when we were seniors. Kind of a weirdo. Simone? What's going on? Are you okay? Hey, hey, Simone, breathe, okay? What's wrong? I'm okay. We just got a call. Okay. Uh, from the station. What's going on? They found Dad. He's in Kentucky at a hospital. Why is he at a hospital? He's hurt. They found him... I don't know. They said a lot of stuff. Kentucky? Yeah. Do we have an address? I have an address. We're driving. Okay.
Telfer and Simone Summers? Uh, that's us. How is he? Your father has had a bit of an accident. He's experienced some sort of trauma. What kind of trauma? We're, we're not sure yet. He's very disoriented right now. Clammy skin, enlarged pupils. He's even been talking to himself. But his pulse is perfectly normal. It's actually a little low. That's very unusual for a patient in his state. Do you know why this is happening? At the moment, we don't. But we're working as fast as we can. I just wanted to warn you before you step in there. Sure. Has he always been visually handicapped? Visually handicapped? He was blind when we found him. He was never blind. He's, he's this way. Hi, Victor. Your children are here. Hey, Dad. In, in statement. How you doing? It's temperature. It's quiet. What? Very quiet. 47. Victor. Dad? Try to focus on breathing, Mr. Summers. How long has he been like this? Since we found him a few hours ago. Where did you find him? In a forest outside of Crawford. 83.8. 83.8. 83. saying this? Does any of this make sense to you? No. 83! 83, 83! He's going in a shot. 83. We're going to have to ask you to step out. We're going to figure this out. We don't even know what this is. We're going to figure it out, and he's going to get better. We're going to make him better. Thank you for listening to The Call of the Void. This episode was written and produced by Michael Allen Herman and Josie Eli Lepchinski. This episode stars Bruce Bennett, Amanda Buckhalter, Michael Allen Herman, Dan Johnson, Kelly Stonebrook, Tim Claremont, Josie Eli Lepchinski, and Angel Jeter. The Plymouth Community Arts Council is a proud sponsor of The Call of the Void. Our 774 North Sheldon campus in Plymouth, Michigan is dedicated to the visual and performing arts, hosting monthly exhibits and providing spaces to create your own extraordinary. Visit www.plymoutharts.com for programming and inspiration. We've been all about the arts since 1969. Special thanks to our pre-release donors, Christine Herman, Deb Jackson, Elise Paquin, Adam Davies, and Jason Such. The Call of the Void is an independent audio drama, and we rely entirely on donations to keep us going. If you have the means and would like to help, please consider donating to our show on our website at acornartsandentertainment.com slash the void. You can also help us by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. A single review goes a long way in helping us find new listeners. For more details, please visit our social media on Instagram or Facebook at The Call of the Void Podcast or Twitter at The Call of the Void P. We'll be back next week to continue the pure science fiction delight of The Call of the Void. Stay tuned. Stay sane.